Welcome everybody to Mitchell Main's podcast. This podcast takes you inside on what Main Street organizations do, and we also interview other Ohio Main Street directors and nonprofits to give you the insight on their jobs and what they will be doing in 2021. We hope you enjoy the ride, so stroll on down Main Street of Van Wert, and we can't wait for you to listen to us. Thanks. Everybody, this is Mitch Price, Mitch on Main's podcast, um, episode four. We are excited to uh, bring you this episode. Um, before we get to our guest, just a little bit of a recap on our um, chocolate walk. We had three hundred uh, participants uh, last Friday, so we they bared the cold, and we had about twenty eight businesses. So kudos to everybody that showed up for that. Great start for our events uh, event series of the year, and uh, thanks for the, all the businesses and all the people that came into the businesses as well. So, well, I am excited. We have a, a great guest today. Um, he is uh, a great guy. Um, one of the guys that I follow along on social media, probably one of the, the most energy, high energy guys I've been around. And that is uh, Jason Duff, the founder of Small Nation. Jason, how are you today? Hey, Mitch, I'm doing great. Uh, thank you for allowing me to be a guest today. Um, I'm kind of jealous that uh, I didn't get a box of chocolates that arrived from Chocolate Walk from Van Wert, but it sounds like you had a great event. Yeah, we did. We did. We had a great event, and I'll uh, I'll see what I can do. Maybe we. I got a couple extra bags, so maybe I can get those in the mail. And maybe I, I got to keep my energy up, Mitch. You you set a high expectation and standard, so chocolate is is a good way to fuel that. For sure, for sure. So so Jason, um, obviously very successful small nation, check them out, um, on social media and their website as well. Just tell us how it got started. Tell us a little bit about your story. People are interested in that for sure. Sure. Uh, well, depending on when, um, some folks maybe listening might've met me, uh, there was a lot of different roles and backgrounds that I served over the years. And if you really study an entrepreneur, you know, by nature, what that word means is that you, you, you take good ideas and you use it to create a business to solve a problem that exists in the marketplace. So from a very young age, both my parents were small business owners and I had been around uh, a lot of business owners as my mentors and just is always aspired to say, what can I do to, uh, do, do develop something I can develop my own freedom and independence, but use my creativity, my ideas to actually make money. And uh, the journey of doing that had me, you know, selling candy bars in high school, um, you know, working to get summer jobs where, you know, my mom operated a Hallmark store. And one of the products that was really popular when I was young was Beanie Babies. So, you know, working in her Hallmark store, she would actually pay me in exchange for Beanie Babies, which I would resell in McDonald's parking lots all throughout Northwest Ohio. So I've had these various roles of like, whether it's selling or whether it's, you know, um, helping people with marketing or advertising. Um, I needed something as I evolved as an entrepreneur to really describe what, what I do. And uh, I ended up getting my real estate license because one of my mentors was a licensed real estate broker 
And this was in 2005 and 2006 when the economic crisis hit. And I have to be honest, I was not a very good real estate professional. Um, I'd like to blame part of it was the economy, but the other part of it was, it's just, I, I struggled with learning about all of the, the, the finance and, 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 and all of the details that go into it. But what I did fall in love with was historic buildings. So part of my journey was finding what my unique ability was. And I, I really feel that what I do really well is helping people see what the possibility is, like what the future potential of something is. And with a historic building, many of them that you see today, they haven't had the investment, the love, the care, but there's really great bones and really great possibilities with them. So I, I've taken my entire background and, and I work to build a new company and it's called Small Nation. And it's it resonates around something I'm really passionate about, which is small businesses and small towns. Because I grew up in a town that was less than 500 people in Logan County, the town of Huntsville, Ohio. And uh, you know what I loved about small towns is how everyone was so caring about their friends, their neighbors, and like how we rallied around our, our local sports teams and local schools. There's so many great qualities about that. I wanted to use my skills to help those towns have a spotlight, have a voice. And then the second love I have is small businesses. So what can we do to help small businesses be successful with you know, starting up with, with business transition, family business, all those things that we have happening in our towns and doing that with real estate. So, you know, small nation invest in places, spaces, and dreams for small towns and entrepreneurs. And we descended on a town of 14,000 people in Logan County called Bell Fountain, Ohio. And that's really how the journey began because the town of Bell Fountain was really struggling. Um, if we go back 10 years ago when we first began our work, more than 80% of the buildings downtown were vacant and empty. And the kinds of things that I would hear is that there's no reason to go downtown. We should tear down those buildings and create more parking lots. And for me, you know, building, knowing a little bit about real estate, having knowledge about small business and being bold and creative enough to say, I'm going to take on my first building and really work to recruit a new business. That is how everything began. Wow. That's awesome. Like that, that's just in, in a nutshell. And there's obviously a, a, a bigger story behind that, but that's just what we need. We need uh, Jason Duff of the world. I, I've, I've visited Bell Fountain several times and um, man, I am so jealous, <laughs> uh, jealous of your team and jealous of uh, Small Nation and what they're doing. Because what I think people need to know about Jason is not only is he making all these dreams come true, he's in it. He's in there uh, making the pizza dough, helping clean the restrooms and stuff like that. So well, I appreciate you, Jason, I appreciate you mentioning that, Mitch, like it, it, it you know, just so you know, when I travel to Van Wert, there's many things that I am jealous of. I'm jealous of how incredible of a Main Street program that you have. Like here in Bell Fountain, when the economic crisis hit in 2005 and 2006, we lost our government funding. So when we couldn't maintain uh, an office or an executive director, a lot of us that were volunteers on the Main Street board and Main Street committees 
we had to like move into go mode and we we didn't have we, we had the, the the trainings and the knowledge but we had to really you know get outside of the structure and actually just start getting things done the other thing is i think there's such a hunger in a need in a focus especially with the leadership with van wert ford and the foundation like saying hey we want to be bold in creating this great vision and really work to bring the downtown alive and i and i think you know where we were in bell fountain just to give people hope like things were a lot more difficult here than where van wert is at today and i just wanted to share it can be done and you just don't need a jason duff you need someone that paints a vision but you also need a lot of those small business owners that will say, I believe in this vision too. I want to lease a space. I want to buy a building. I want to relocate my building or my business to where this energy and the momentum is. And I know that, that Van Wert's still in those early phases, but if we can find out who those people are and get them talking to each other, really awesome things can start happening. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, there's, there are, obviously, there's some exciting stuff going on in Van Wert, but I don't think it's possible unless the small nation, the Jason Duffs of the world, like, see it. So, like, we've been seeing you guys do your work. You know, I've been on, before I got the executive director of Main Street, I was on the board. So, obviously, the previous directors, you know, are real good friends with Jason and know what he's doing. But, you know, he, he kind of paved the way for all the downtowns and really, we're part of Heritage, Ohio. A lot of the other main streets look up to Small Nation and have used Small Nation in some capacity, like just like our downtown plan with OHM. You know, Matt was a part of that, and they brought him on as a team, and and that they just brought Small Nation in as a as a as a great uh, teammate as well. So that that's really cool. And the other thing that I like about Small Nation and and Jason is that you know you got a great team. And you're building a dynasty team. Um, Tom Brady just won the Super Bowl Sunday, and he's got seven Super Bowls. And I would say Small Nation is building a dynasty. So I really respect the heck out of you guys and respect your team and just keep up the great work. And, and, and do you have anything new going on? Is there anything like, you know, obviously you guys probably have your one to three, five year goals. Is there anything that you know, how you guys are growing or how you maintain it. And because it's a lot, it's a lot to do what you guys are doing. Well, to give some perspective to the listeners, uh, over the last seven years, or actually it's not eight years, we have purchased and renovated 40 historic buildings here in Bell Fountain. Uh, we have recruited or started up more than 50 specialty retail office uh, business tenants that, that occupy that. We've started um, or leased to seven downtown eateries. All are new. I mean, many of these are, are new businesses that have started up. And then there's now 26 upper floor loft apartments. And part of the success of that happening in this eight years has been building a business model that supports success. So part of what we call our hustle hard approach is the model of buying and investing in historic buildings, actively recruiting tenants, or if we can't find the business, starting the business ourselves in that, that town or that market. And then it's providing financing. So really getting and working with local banks or investors 
and providing loans to these businesses to start up um, and or providing and being an equity partner. Some of the business owners or models we believe in so much that we wanna be an investor with that entrepreneur or that business owner going forward. And, and kind of what comes with that is the coaching, the mentoring, the training, because many of myself and my team members, we, like you said, are operators. Like we are committed to being in the trenches with our business owners, you know, working through their point of sale system, working through implementing what's happening on their website, helping them with employee manuals, dealing with crisis that comes up. I mean, COVID has been a perfect example where, you know, entrepreneurs, uh, it's a very lonely world when you're a leader sometime and everyone's looking to you for answers. So we provide that support and mentorship to many of our tenants and our, and our business owners and our leaders so that they can, they can survive and not only survive, but thrive in a post COVID environment. But, you know, to answer your question about what's trending right now and what's new that, you know, with, with so many companies and governments sending their employees home to, to work from home, it now, you know, you don't have to live in the big city um, to, to do your job. You can really do your job from anywhere that's got great internet and that you, you've got access to a, a shared workspace or a, a home office. And so we see that being a huge opportunity for towns like Van Wert to have these inspirational um, shared workspaces with great internet and walking distance of amenities in a great downtown. And I think the vision that Van Wert Ford and, and the foundation and, and leaders in the area want to see for the downtown is the, those places that have great coffee, great places for lunch and dinner, shopping, you know, a business amenities nearby, all of those kind of things in walking distance to and available to the community. Now, that's not going to happen overnight, but I can share with you, you know, many people said it wasn't possible in Bell Fountain, and you can come walk our streets, see the before and after pictures. I mean, jump on Google Street View and look at the streets eight years ago compared to how they look today. And, and part of that success has been this unique approach and also having and identifying those local operators. Because that's the thing is that we need to really spend time to understand who those doers, creators, great local businesses that already exist in Van Wert and how we can put a spotlight then on them. Because oftentimes those business owners may want to start a second business or a third business, or they know friends that they want to bring the community to open up things there. And I know you've heard me share this before and I, I'm going to share it again now, but like I'm wearing the most comfortable jeans. They're called Dearborn denim jeans. And I actually buy them from Tag Men, Tags Menswear from Tim Slusher and Van Wert. And so there, there are these businesses that I've got introduced up to in your area that whether it's finding them through social media or introductions. And, and now I think it's just us putting that, that spotlight on those folks and, and what we can do to grow them and get them, getting them to want to invest and do more in the town and the community. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. Like, it's just, um, it's amazing. We, I think we were in Bell Fountain. I think it was maybe a couple months ago or maybe longer than that. But just seeing it all come together. Um, I think when you live, when you live in your, you know, your city and you're kind of in your bubble a little bit, you don't see the progress. You know, you don't see it as much. 
as you know going to a different town different city and um you know i think sometimes we take stuff we have in van work for granted and then i'm sure people in bell fountain take you know that stuff for granted and i'm sure people downtown bell fountain want more you know like we we toured a you know the brew the brew fontaine right and now is that the brewery is that what yeah the called, brew right? fountain yeah. yeah that's right and, and again the you know we recognize the town was missing craft beer and some really awesome you know entrepreneurs stepped up and said we're passionate about beer we also are passionate about you know finding a way to serve the community listen to the community and again we don't know everything about the restaurant business and we're going to communicate that up front but we're, we're, we're listening to feedback and we're going to evolve our menu and really build that culture around what the local community needs. And where they really excelled was getting involved in the local food initiative of the farmer's market, what products we make locally, and then incorporating that into their menus. And so everything kind of goes back to how can we be listening for what the customers and the community needs, and then how can we find people that have good ideas and then resource and support them with those ideas. Yeah, that's, uh, it takes a team and you, you guys have a team and I, and I feel just the Van Wert's perspective. I feel like we have that team in place and obviously things are going to look a lot different in two to three or four or five years. So I think that the, the thing that I'm not the most patient person, so, you know, you, you want to see, you, you want it to happen now, but we know greatness lies downtown van work like bell fountain has i want to talk a little bit about recruitment um I, i've asked you many questions and i really appreciate you taking my facebook messages at all times my emails um and you're just so open to you know helping me out helping our main street program out but how do you recruit how do you get new businesses or what does that process look like because i'm sure that's to me like when i first got this job it was like oh, this is kind of like Monopoly a little bit. And then it's a lot harder than just playing a game. So how do you, what's yeah. the tips or how do you go about that, I guess? Well, part of the recruitment is really looking at your existing building stock and asking some questions and working with your local landowners to say, are we doing our best job to present this property and make it well known and aware that it's available for sale, it's available for rent, and is the property, uh, you know, just like why so many people watch HGTV today, you know, when you first walk into the space, how does it look? Does it look appealing? Does it smell good? Can people see the possibility that that would be a great location for a, a boutique or a town bakery or an ice cream shop? I mean, whatever we, we identify that we're missing, that the community ask a lot about, um, th those are kind of the things that I try to help business owners and people understand. Now, now once you're starting to get calls and inquiries, um, and again, maybe in the beginning, you're not getting a lot of calls, then it's really going out to neighboring communities and identifying what businesses are working in a town similar to Van Wert that we could either try to find a local entrepreneur that wants to start something similar to another business or is another business ready to expand and open up a second or third location in a community similar to where they're at and like i'll share like we are really proud to have some ohio-based 
franchises in our town. One example is one of the first projects that opened up is we had a gourmet pizzeria, a brick oven pizzeria called 600 Downtown. It was one of the first restaurants to open up in our downtown. The entrepreneur took a major risk because there were already 13 other pizza places in town. But this entrepreneur said, I'm going to bring a product baked on a, on a brick oven, really unique crust profiles, specialty ingredients, and I'm going to take the pizza game to a whole new level. And they did. That pizza place has been featured on the Food Network. The, the owner was invited to speak in the Rose Garden and be acknowledged by President Trump for all their awards and the things they had done to really help their industry. Well, that's great to have that one restaurant, but what, what were we missing? There was an empty spot next door. And what better product pairs with pizza? Ice cream. And so uh, an Ohio-based franchise, Wits Frozen Custard, um, was kind of something we had been targeting and wanting to see in our town for some time. And it just worked out that they were, you know, location was closing in the short north and another neighboring community and existing franchisee said, wow, I think Bell Fountain might be a better target than that big location in the major Columbus area where rent is three or four times the price. You know, finding people to work is really, really challenging and parking is 20 to 30 bucks a day. Like, so, so I think we have to really do the job to represent and promote the building stock, the empty spaces, what the community is asking for, and then recruit. And that recruitment is getting the spaces looking the best we can, making it easy for someone to take those risks and sign on the dotted line, and then marketing and promoting when our businesses take the risk to open up in our town, how do we get that traffic, that energy, that spending happening local? Those are great, those are great tips. And I wrote down every one of them. So uh, we're definitely gonna use that in the future as well. I just, you know, you guys, I just see the progress on social media and I see what's going on. And to me, recruitment is, it, it, it can be fun and then it can be, a little scary because nobody likes rejection, right? But I guess you only need to hit a couple times in order to get that high energy rolling. Let me ask you this, Jason. Did you ever think that you would be doing what you're doing now? Or is that, you know, is that an off the wall question? Or what's your thoughts on that? Like, you get up and say, man, this is, this is awesome what I get to do. I mean, I know I do. You know, I still am trying to figure out what I want to do when I grow up. Um, and I say that, you know, of course, just smiling a little bit, but like part of what gets me excited is I love to solve problems and I do enjoy proving people wrong. And so a lot of the work that I do, it may look like it's a very high burden to overcome, or there's a lot of uphill challenges, but I enjoy waking up every day and, and I equate it to, to untying knots. Like there are lots of knots around, but it's like, okay, how can I use my creativity? How can I problem solve? How can I align my resources to untie as many knots as possible and get everyone on board to really build something significant and build something long-term? There's too many folks that kind of look at the short-term gain where like, okay, we're going to cut corners on this building renovation, or we're only going to look for what we can get for this, this, this next year. I try to look at things to say, what can we look at that's going to be long-term, sustainable, and really adding value to the overall goal of what we want to accomplish? And 
that takes, you know, whether you call it developing that strategic plan or that strategic focus. Um, but then it's like you said, building the team, getting the community buy-in. And then we have what most folks don't do well enough. You have to tell your story and you have to market your assets, your town, your community, your business. You want to develop positive influence. So people say, wow, I haven't been to Bell Fountain in seven years. I want to jump in a car. Let's go grab lunch. Let's grab dinner. Let's walk around. And then I encourage people rip and duplicate. Take what we have done and what, what's wor working and take it back to your town. If you like the signage, take some pictures, steal those ideas. Because really, a lot of the, 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 the traveling that I've done and a lot of the things I've implemented in town have been from when I've done research of traveling to other places. And so I've actually made it really easy for people. We created a, a website. It's smallnationstrong.com. And if you click on the case studies tabs, which is the success tab, it says success. It is case studies that we have broken down for every business that we've started here in town that literally you can take back to your town, your community, your fellow business partners and rip and duplicate. Oh, that's awesome. You know, a lot of, we're, like I said, we're part of Heritage, Ohio. So we, we do that pretty good. <laughs> if it's Great. some events or, you know, I, I, you know, a lot of people think it's, it's stealing, but it's not. I mean, it's all, we're all, we're all in this together. We're all want to see each other succeed. And um, you're right. And, and we are foaming at the mouth to duplicate what you guys are doing. So hats off to you and your team and just keep up the great work. And I, and I appreciate your friendship. And I really just appreciate, you know, what you're doing um, for other communities as well. You probably need to hear that more. Um, but I know that, uh, I know you guys are gonna do great things and I'm sure you got uh, big and better things um, in, in the pipeline as well. Well, now we're gonna do some rapid fire questions. Jason, okay. are you ready for some rapid fire questions? Bring it, Mitch. I'm ready. All right. So we got 10. So we're going to see um, we're going to see how you do. So okay. here we go. Who is your favorite superhero? Favorite superhero? I'm going to say um, Superman uh, because, you know, there's a lot of people that wear capes, but uh, I think his transformation of having his day job and then being a superhero um, is definitely a big plus in my mind. Okay, so what would what would you choose to be your superpower? Doesn't have to be Superman's power; it could be any of them. What would your superpower be? Seeing what other people can't see, so seeing possibility. And I think we need more people that use that superpower and then do uh, whether they create renderings, they create visions, they create ideas of what the positive future and potential looks like. Great answer. Favorite movie. Oh man, favorite movie would probably be, okay, I'm a classic guy, so I'm gonna share a boring answer and say The Wizard of Oz. Okay. I absolutely love the idea of going into like this magical fairy tale land where there are, uh, you know, there's a yellow brick road and, and Dorothy's journey and like understanding how all parts of, of her reality are, are significant for, for Oz. I think that, I, I love the movie as a kid. I still think it's one of my favorite movies today. Okay. Strangest thing you've ever eaten? So um, I would say the strangest thing I have ever eaten 
is probably something seafood related. So, um, in you know, a lot of the stuff, it, whether it's squid or whether it is some strange sea urchin, um, I love sushi. And so a lot of times on the menu, I can't understand, especially if you go to a really authentic Japanese place, I, I it's not, it's not even something I can read. And so I'll eat it. Um, and again, if you put like ginger or soy, soy sauce on it, like I, I it's, it's all good to me. <laughs> awesome. Describe yourself in three words. Um, ambitious, um, humble, um, uh, musical. Okay, good. What would you do with your 15 minutes of fame? I would continue to put a spotlight on why rural communities and small towns matter. How many keys do you have on your keychain? Uh, that's a really great question. So <laughs> I, I have a keychain in my car that has probably at least 60 keys on it. What I am doing is we are master keying things. So I'm <laughs> carrying less keys, but I'm sure that uh, Seth and Hall at the Van Wert Foundation know the pain of being responsible for taking care of more than 100 roofs and more than 300 toilets. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, I've heard the grumbling. They're just right next door. So I've heard that grumbling about the keys. That was a key question I was going to ask. All right. That's a good one. That is a good one. If you could pick three people to have dinner with, who would they be? It could be dead or alive. Yeah. So Warren Buffett is really high on my list. Um, I attended one of his shareholder events a few years ago. got a special invitation to do that. And I've always been inspired by... Um, doing the opposite of what everyone else is doing, you know, being the contrarian. So he, he is high on my list. Um, I would also say that uh, I, I really am fascinated by um, certain musicians. And so uh, probably Adina Menzel, uh, you know, she's kind of one of the up and coming and has been Broadway stars, just, you know, her journey and her learning um, through that. And then I would say, um, I, I, I'm really fascinated by uh, health and wellness and spirituality. So I would say Deepak Chopra would be my, my last. I've really enjoyed learning to be more mindful, more grounded in kind of the Eastern traditions with health and medicine are, are really fascinating to me. Couple more. If you could choose one color to wear for the rest of your life, what would it be? So I love blue. Um, I wear an incredible amount of blue, and it'd probably be something casual because it's very rare that you have you catch me in a suit or a tie. Um, I, I really feel comfortable in a, a good flannel and a pair of jeans and a pair of tennis shoes. Okay, good blue. This is the last one. So you own a yacht. What would you call your yacht? Would be the name. Oh, that's a good one. I, if I owned a yacht, um, I would probably call it um, the MS Courage. Actually, no. I'm a Star Trek guy. I got. I got to strike that answer. I, I would definitely probably call it the Enterprise because. I've always wanted to be captain of my own, but I want it to be a starship. 
So can you maybe work on that? Because I would like, I would like to, I would like a starship. Can do you, do you guys have any pull like in, in Van Wert to, to make that happen? Uh, we can, I'll, I'll work on that. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate that. That's awesome. Hey, you did a great job with rapid fire questions. Um, we're going to wrap this up. Jason, why don't you give yourself and the small nation a plug? Tell us where, I know you gave us the website a little bit ago. Give us all where we can uh, find you on social media and your website. Um, that way. We yeah. Can so uh, thank, thank you again, uh, Mitch. This has been, it's been awesome. Um, you know, we have our, our website is at smallnationstrong.com. And uh, I am uh, accessible to follow on Twitter uh, at, at Jason Duff. Um, Facebook, I have a public Facebook paid, uh, page, uh, Facebook slash Jason Duff, D-U-F-F. And then also at Jason Duff on Instagram. So I try to share, you know, along the journey of what I'm learning, um, you know, before and after pictures of our projects and also great things that are happening in the small business, a small town ecosystem. Um, and then lastly, I would encourage everyone, if you would, would love to visit our town here in Bell Fountain, which has been our, our home for seven years, we're doing work in other towns and excited to expand that. But, you know, our case study in Living Learning Lab is downtown Bell Fountain, which is B-E-L-L-E-F-O-N-T-A-I-N-E.com. Awesome. We will put, um, we'll put all this stuff in the link too for the um, podcast. But uh, Jason, I can't thank you enough for coming on Mitch on Main episode four. Um, I've learned a lot from you. I, 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 we're friends and I really appreciate your mentorship that you've given us and our Main Street um, in the past too. And uh, we are excited to work with you in the future. And um, yeah, go visit Bell Fountain. It's a, it's a great, it's a great place to be. And um, we just excited to have you on Mitch on Main's podcast. Thanks, Jason. Hey, thanks, Mitch. Closing.